Bleacher Creatures podcast. Bleacher Creature. 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 Bleacher Creature himself. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Luke. I'm back with John, and we're here for a special two-part MLB Trade Deadline Edition of the Bleacher Creatures Podcast, brought to you by Jones for Sports and NomadStreetTeam.com. Um, how in the fuck, before we get into the, the predictions part of this, can you give me a justification as to why you deemed it necessary as the Mets to take Marcus Stroman? Yeah, you hijacked the markets. Genius. Right. Now, me and you had a, a conversation about this yesterday where my counterpoint to that was leverage only works if you use it. If you don't trade Cindergaard or Stroman or Wheeler, then why bother with Stroman if you're just going to sell off more prospects? I definitely think one of them. I think Diaz and one of the stars are gone. I would agree. And we're going to get into that deeper into the predictions portion. But um, since we're since we're getting into this predictions portion, why don't we start with this? The first name actually on my list here is a Met, but not a pitcher. Uh, do you, Wilson Ramos. Do you think he has any value left, or is it mainly as an American League occasional catcher, primary DH option? No, it's very little value, but he can still catch. Not on an everyday basis, per I would say for yeah. health and, and defensive yeah. liability reasons, but he can still hit. Yeah, I I mean, he's gonna be a throw the Mets will try to throw him in to get rid of. Yeah, that that would be that would make some sense. I could I can only see an American League team going after Ramos. Like I said, just as a catching depth and DH depth like I piece. See the Dodgers wanting him. Or them, possibly. Um I just to me he makes too much sense in the American League just with the with he to me he needs to be on a DH eligible team. That's where his peak value sits in my head. Um let's see, another one here. I've mentioned this name before. I've been mentioning him for months now, and I don't know why he's not gone yet. Uh, Michael Givens of the Baltimore Orioles, reliever. With the price for relievers being so high, I personally think someone goes and gets him. Uh, What's your take on him? Yeah, I'm not too high on him. I told you that. I know you're not, but there's always a team out there that might like him for some reason. Uh, take your pick. The Red Sox could use bullpen help. Uh, That's definitely true. I my argument for the for the Red Sox would have been though if you were gonna make a deal for Givens and you already stuck your hand in the Baltimore well for Cashner, why not just get him in one move? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It, I, I can't understand. I don't like him, but you're right. He should be traded. Right. Baltimore has no reason to keep him. That's that's the primary thing in my head that's like he's going to not be there anymore. He Why would he stay there? Same with Miguel Castro. Why would you <laughs> hang on to the, ta- to the talent? No, you're right. And since we're speaking Orioles, another name on this list here in front of me is Jonathan VR. Yeah, I don't know. Because he's a, he's a utility. He's like a... 
a Ben Zobrist. I don't know how he hasn't been traded. He's the poorest of poor man's Whit Merrifield comparison that you can get on the cheap because he's not going to hit the way Merrifield does. But if you need a base stealer and a defensive fill-in, he can give you depth in that regard. Right. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, you know, it, it, uh, again, a lot of the guys on the Orioles outside of probably Trey Mancini really aren't going to offer you anything. <laughs> Like, aside from, like, the 25th spot on your roster. Right. Like, let's just be real here. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, another guy on the list here, speaking of the American League East, is Ken Giles. He just had an MRI that might lower his value. Yeah. I I'm a, yeah he's got some elbow I believe it's inflammation nothing like structurally damaged. Yeah, but it's lower value. Oh, of course it is. He just got cortisone, so he can't pitch for the next like couple days anyway. Right. Um. But again, with the with the price for relievers being so high, and so many teams needy in that realm, I don't see why a team like Toronto would keep him. What's the what is the argument for keeping him? If you're out of it, why keep the talent? Toronto is building around Bouchette, Vlad, Vigio, Teoscar Hernandez, those guys. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why they would keep anybody that doesn't have that name. Yeah. This is all true. Uh last name on Toronto that comes to mind would be Justin Smoke. I don't think he goes anywhere. No, because I think they know that they could really get a lot more for him, and they're not going to get that right now. True. I also don't see much of a market for a first baseman outside of when St. Louis went and got Goldschmidt in the offseason. I think Boston could use a first baseman. I don't disagree. Um, but he doesn't give you anything that Mitch Moreland doesn't in terms of it's a lefty hitting for, well, right, but primarily lefty hitting first baseman. All right, let's get into the big names. Nick Castellanos. Oh, he's got to be gone. He's got to, right? (laughs) He has to be. I mean, he talks shit about the ballpark. He's a good player. Uh, He could play multiple positions. He's got to go. Right. That's exactly Where? what I'm thinking. Where? Where? I, Anywhere. I would well, well, position. I would have I would have made the argument that he would have been a good fit for Cleveland prior to last night with them getting Puig. Um yeah. the another team that could possibly use him and I don't know if they'd want to go this route would maybe be the Cubs. Well, the Cubs have so many guys that are like that. Half of them are injured. Half of them are prospects that are bust. Right. And what are you going to do? Like, let's. What are you going to do? Start a game with Jason Hayward for, or I'm sorry, start Castellanos in right field, and then bring in Jason Hayward in the seventh for defensive insurance. Why the hell not? I mean, yeah, you're the Cubs. You've done crazier shit in the past. I again, why the hell not? Um. Right. Jump out west. We got three relievers here on my on my list next. Two of them are Giants. None of them are Will Smith. 
Uh, Tony Watson. Tony Watson and Sam Dyson. I don't think they trade anybody. I think if they do trade anybody, it would be one of those two. Because it's not their it's not their most important guys. Those are like their seventh. No, I don't. I I think that if they keep listen, if you're the Giants GM, right, it starts with Bumgarner. If uh-huh. you're keeping Bumgarner, then you're keeping the guys to close the game behind them. Right. If you want to trade Bumgarner, that's fine. You probably should get rid of the three bullpen pieces. Right. Yeah, I. No disagreement. So right now, the only legit closer on the market is Edwin Diaz. Shane Green is having an amazing year, but I think everybody knows that he's not a legitimate closer. This is an aberration in his career, and they're going to just try to ride the wave, but he's a free agent after the year as opposed to Edwin Diaz, who's 24, with three more years of control and was the best closer in baseball last year. Correct. Yeah, again, it, well, it, it's a lot of it comes down to priorities. A lot of teams are going to want control. The rental thing doesn't really seem to do much anymore as far as gaining traction or gaining much interest, nor is it going to yield you that good of a return. Right. Like I, We could make the argument that in the rental market, Nick Castellanos should have been traded a year ago to the right team for the right piece. The Tigers completely fucked that up. And now you ha- you'd have to, if you do move him, it'd be for nothing. Or you lose him for literally nothing. Right. So, again, it's a tricky one. Uh, on my list here, I have this, who, in my opinion, is the second best closer available. Alex Colome. Oh, Chicago. Don't see why he would be... The White Sox are just fading into oblivion like we knew was going to happen at some point. Um, there's a lot of teams that could use him. Uh, the one that comes to my head now that Atlanta took Chris Martin would be the Nationals. Yeah, obviously, but but well, the Nationals. I think they're uh, the Nationals' priorities are Dyson Smith and the other guy in uh, San Fran. Yeah, Tony Watson. Yeah, yeah. I if the Giants hold Pat and don't deal anybody. Which is entirely possible, by the way, if those of you listening are completely unaware of what's going on. Um, Alex Colome is having a good year. Actually, I know exactly how good of a year he's having because he's on my fantasy team. Um, the only problem with him in terms of that regard is that the, the White Sox just don't win a lot. But when he comes in, it's not like he's giving up, you know, blowing saves left and right. Um... If 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 the Nationals don't make a move for a guy like Colome, what other team do you maybe see making a run for him? You know, I gotta be honest, Luke. Yeah. I, I I you see, I feel like we're going in reverse order here. So we're talking about the secondary guys, but how the hell do you know where they're going if you don't know where the main guys are going? That it's a domino effect. I know it is, but at least in the realm well i'm not i don't consider alex colome like a d tier guy i call i'd no, say he's a not. b or c but, but right but edwin diaz is the guy correct cinder guard wheeler Bumgarner. uh who am i missing that's it bauer just got traded cinder wheeler Bumgarner, 
I guess we could throw in Strowman, possibly the Mets could flip him, but sounds like that's not what they're doing. That right there is that that's the cream of the crop. If we know where they're going, we will know where the rest go. Well, okay, I can, um, I'll answer your question on Edwin Diaz. The only traction I saw on Diaz was, or as of yesterday, was from the Red Sox and every outlet. No, who else? Would no. you see the Dodgers? We got the Dodgers and the Braves going hard. I just read an article that was updated about 20 minutes ago. Um, Gotta love the overnight so, switch. The overnight juxtaposition in, in, at the deadline is insane. The, so the Mets want Benintendi yeah. in the Red Sox. That seems fair. That, that would just be a fair trade, like, right? Just a fair trade. Yeah, um, but, well, well, if you're the Mets, let, let's cu- let's let's stop with the list for a second. If you're the Mets, what you're trying to do is basically become the MLB equivalent of a serial rapist, like the Harvey Weinstein of Major League Baseball. Because sure. all of your guys are young. Aside from Wheeler, they're controllable, and they're very sought-after commodities. Yes? Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's not insane what Brody's doing and asking for a high return. The problem that Brody as a rookie GM might have is shooting for the moon with and then potentially crash and burn. You got sometimes you got to know when to lower the price a little bit to get the deal done, like to get the pieces you want. Like if you can get 3 good guys instead of 4, that's still a win if it's the right guys. Well, he's looking. It's very obvious that he's looking for a starting center fielder. He called the Twins, and in a center guard trade, the main piece he wanted back was Byron Buxton. Yeah, I don't think they Wait, would ever do that. What's that? I don't think the Twins would do that. Yes, yeah, I don't get why they wouldn't do that. I would do that if I'm them. That's a fair trade, in my opinion. I don't disagree, and Kepler's shown he can play the the, the center field spot. So and they have Jake Cave, who's not a starter, but at least he's there. Yeah, Syndergaard has uh, he he has years left. So again, that's a fair. They might do it. the The Braves have a center fielder in their minor leagues. I mean, it seems the Mets want a center fielder and a starter back for Thor Diaz. Yeah, right. So Um, we'll see which he's gonna get fleeced. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. Um. So since we're speaking in the realm of we're still in the reliever market, but in the on in the top tier category of Edwin Diaz and this other guy, I believe is the second best closer available, the Kirby Yates. Yeah, but I don't think he's going anywhere. No, I, th- I think the price is too high. Again, I mean Preller's been there long enough to know how to negotiate a trade. I just don't think. It's in the best interest of the team to move their closer. No, it's not. Especially when you already did it last year. You're lucky enough that the guy who filled in for Brad Hand is actually doing a hell of a job. Why would you roll the dice again? Also considering that they probably got the worst of that uh, Brad Hand deal anyway. Yeah. Because Francisco Mejia sucks. (laughs) Yeah, this guy... uh... I didn't expect the high average. I expected more power out of him. 
Yeah, well, that com- you can, but that that can come with time. Uh, yeah, it can, but he's not showing any glimpse of power or anything. It seems like they got fleeced. He's also in a he's also in a notorious hitters park. So just be weird. Le- it's not like he's in Colorado or Baltimore, right? Um. All right, so I'm going to throw out another name at you here since we're rolling with the list. We brought up Shane Green. We brought up Ken Giles. We brought up Kirby Yates. Zach Wheeler. It seems like the Astros are the, like, again, I read an article this morning. The Astros are pushing hard for Wheeler. The Mets are also considering putting him in the Edwin Diaz trade if that means they can get what they want from the team they trade yeah, Diaz. Yeah, like a Benintendi. And more. No, the, the the suggested offer apparently was the Red Sox third base prospect and Benintendi for Wheeler and Diaz. Yeah, so straight two for two, eye for eye. Yeah, like, and both players would obviously both players and Mets get would start right away. If yeah. you're the Red Sox, you trade Benintendi for Diaz. Um, that's a tricky question. I'd have to say probably not. Um, I think, does it make sense that Benintendi would come in and be your best outfielder immediately? Yes. Do you want another lefty outfielder? Probably not. Is he immediately more impactful than, let's say, Clint Frazier? I absolutely, you'd have to say yes, just because Benintendi can play defense. I don't think he's that much better. So... Well, again, Dude, he's that's, in the best, one of the best lineups in baseball. That's correct, and he's also in having a friendly an, park. And he's also having an odd down-ish year for him. He's not having. He's not up to Benintendi standards. Mm-hmm. He's above major league standards. Though. He's bad in actually, 280. Actually, I I give the Sunday night MLB baseball crew on ESPN. Um, credit which is odd because i hate all of them except for vascursion but they actually mentioned that this is like the first time in benintendi's entire life really where he's had a string of like failing like where he's not hitting like 300 playing quote-unquote gold glove or a far above average defense so the stock on benintendi right now is the lowest it may ever be because he's he's better than where he's at I just don't – I think the best fit for the Mets would be Byron Buxton. I think that's a long shot because I think the Twins are very cheap. Yeah. Um, I think other teams would make that trade in a heartbeat, Syndergaard for Buxton. Probably. Or Wheeler, Wheeler and Diaz for Buxton. I don't want to say in a heartbeat, but I think it can be worked out. I think the fact that he's on the Twins makes it the hardest to work out. Yep. I would also say that Buxton would be ideal for you guys just because he he's a gold glove caliber center fielder. He's a gold glove center fielder. The guy's electrifying. Yep. And he's 20 if he learns just to hit 30 points higher, he'll be an all-star. Yeah, and we don't that even kid, and and you guys wouldn't even ask him to hit for power. Just shoot the gaps and run run out the triples. Exactly. With him and McNeil at the top of the lineup, that could be dangerous. Yeah, if your top three is Buxton, McNeil, Alonzo, you'll get Buxton in. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's. I'm not gonna say no, it's a hundred percent guarantee, but the, ten runs a year. Correct. Um, it's funny that 
you're mentioning center fielders. Um, I know that Puig got traded yesterday. The only other potential outfielder I could see getting dealt, and this would take, you're talking about a fleece job. This one trade potentially could fix the Royals for the long haul. Whit Merrifield. Yeah, how the hell is he still a Royal? I don't. I think he something about the Royals. Like it seems hard for people to leave the Royals. Like I legitimately think that these guys love being Royals. Luke, was he on the fifteen World Series team? I don't think so. Let me. I, I, I don't think he was. I'm. I'm googling it. Give me a second. That was Gordon Lebustakis and Alcides Escobar and even and, Alberto and that, No, Alberto wasn't there. Yes, he was. Was he really? I know. Yeah, I know. Up. I know. I know Gerard Dyson. I know Gerard Dyson was there. Um, Sal Perez. Let me see. Right, Sal Perez, Alex Gordon, Hosmer, Kane. Let's see. No, he came up in 2016. Oh, he didn't? Okay, all right. Yeah. He didn't even get some at-bats? No. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm thinking of somebody else who was a young kid. Yeah, well, you know you know what probably freed him up, or to for him to come up, rather, was probably when the Royals lost Kane, Moustakis, all these guys over the after that 2015 yeah. run. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of the, another Royal center fielder, uh, Billy Hamilton. Again, not saying he's his value is never high because he can't hit. But he's always going to be a above average to, I'm going to say, borderline elite center fielder just because he can go get it with anybody. Right. So... For you guys, I don't think Merrifield or like you guys wouldn't be buyers anyway. But Billy Hamilton to me, like the perfect team for Billy Hamilton, and you'll know it, you'll agree the second I say this, is like Tampa Bay. Just let him yeah. run, just let him run around. Kevin Kiermaier is gonna get hurt eventually. He always does. Go plug in Billy Hamilton, let him just slap singles around the turf. And just run amok. That's the perfect place for him to go. Yeah, you're right. Um, aside from that, I don't really see any... Like, I don't see a big dog really going after... Um, you know, going after a guy like Billy Hamilton. Unless it's purely depth. Or late inning speed. Right. Well, I could see a team doing it for late inning speed, Luke. I mean, Dave Roberts in 2004, enough said, right? Right. For sure. Um, so, back to Wheeler. You said you would possibly package him with Diaz, which is not a bad idea. Um, let's say you, that he doesn't get packaged. Where do you think he lands? Houston? Whoever... Wants a pitcher in the worst way out of all those teams. We know, we know what teams are in it, right? So yeah, what teams are gonna ante up? I mean, it's really that simple. I don't disagree. So yeah, 
That that's it. I mean, well, I'll give you an, I'll give you another sneaky team that could use an arm. Who? Take a wild guess. I have no idea. Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're they're not doing. They're out. Have, did they even check in on Wheeler? They checked in on Cindergard. Okay, so so I'm but it did they did they ask about Wheeler? Dude, like what? What's that, Luke? Did did they even ask about Wheeler? No, they just asked about Cindergard. You know them; they're not going to pay for a rental. Yeah, that is true, but they have the farm to do it if they felt like it. Yeah, but they won't. Yeah, right. They're just interested in Cindergard. The price was way too much, and they said no. Nah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. All right, let's let's stay with the realm of starting pitching. Tanner Roark. Yeah, again, if you don't know where Wheeler's going to go or Bumgarner, how the hell you know where Roark's going to go? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I bring him up. I don't see. Obviously, Tanner Roark is not in the same conversation as a Noah Syndergaard or a Bumgarner. That's an obvious. No, he's a legit back end guy. Right. I don't see a team that goes after a Bumgarner or a Syndergaard going after Tanner Roark. I see a team like Milwaukee who just needs anybody going after Tanner Roark. Right. Different, different. Right, it's a different level suitor. The Brewers are obviously in it; like they're in it, in it. I just don't really see the big dogs being interested. Like the worst pitcher to me that a big dog would go after is Robbie Ray. Yeah, and I can't stand that guy. I know you can't, but. He's like Luke. He can't find a strike zone half the time. Yeah, I know. It's it's feast or famine with him, which is which is, uh, I would say disconcerting. But at least he's not the worst guy in the world. I'll take him over Roark. Would you? I feel like I trust Roark more in a game five than Robbie Ray. Eh, I I don't know. It, it at that point it, it's straight. It's straight preference at, at that point. Um, yeah. Let's see. Who else is floating around? I definitely don't think Matt Boyd's going anywhere. No, he, the asking price for him is astronomical. Mm-hmm. Completely astronomical. Yep. Um, here's an interesting name since we're on the starting pitcher train right now. Do you think the Rangers can convince Mike Miner to tr- waive that no trade clause? Nope. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he wants to play for a contender. No, it seems like he doesn't care. The he, Rangers are like, are you kidding me? Yeah, which I'm calling this right now. Now that players are barely getting signed in free agency, I guarantee you the this is the death of the no trade clause. A hundred percent. No one's getting yep. that anymore. For the sake of get, nope. getting jobs, they're gonna say fuck the trade clause. Yeah, um, right. Let's see. We just mentioned him before, Robbie Ray. How many how many trades do you think we have go down before the deadline tonight? I say two. 
That's it? I really don't think we're going to get much. Well, I th- I think you're going to see a lot of, like, bullshit pieces move. Um, no, no, legit trades, legit. Right, legit involving move. big players, I would say three tops. Yeah, right. I think the Mets definitely have one. I, I re- Dude, Diaz blew another save last night. The Mets still won, but I think he's gone. I think I think Brody's fed up with this guy. Yeah, I, th- I, I just... I don't think Diaz. I think Diaz is the Mets version of Sonny Gray. I just don't think he can handle New York. <laughs> if right. I'm being completely honest, I just don't. Um, yeah, either. Yeah. Um, I think he, and Brody's intent on competing this year and next year. I mean, right now they're four and a half out of the wild card, so it's you know what I mean. It's not like yeah. Um, I think that. If you trade Wheeler and Diaz, that should return, dude. That should give you a pretty little package back. I'll tell you right. I'll tell you right now what deal I think can happen, and I'll tell you exactly how it happens. Brian Cashman will call Brody Van Wagenen one more time. If he strikes out for Wheeler and strikes out for Syndergaard, I turn right to the Diamondbacks and be like, "Okay, the guy we need is in your dugout, and you're in our building." Let's get this shit done. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to be willing to do it. Why? Why? Why not? First of all, we've had a very Grinky has no tra- Grinky has no trade clause with New York. I'm not asking about Grinky. Robbie Ray. Yeah, he's the one I know oh, I can get. You're going to give something up for Robbie Ray? It's not going to cost me as much. It's still it's going to cost you a decent amount. He has a high spin rate, a high strikeout pitcher. Yeah, but if his walks are up, then the strikeouts get negated. Yeah, Luke, I think you'd be giving up more than than you should. I'm, of course, I am Luke, because there's the only thing. four teams that are selling. Yeah, but Luke, here's the thing: if Wheeler gets traded, okay, and Thor's off the market and Bumgarner's off the market, then the Diamondbacks know they have you hijacked. The Yankees are already fucked. The question is, who's putting their dick in? That's all it is. There's... I mean, dude, you got it. Do you think the Yankees would get desperate enough to give up a Clint Frazier for Wheeler? That has been... That will probably be the one hang-up that keeps Cashman from doing anything. Will be... Because Wheeler is the, is the rental. But he's worth... He's the, he's the worth-it rental guy. That's abundantly clear. The problem is, you don't want to lose Clint. Like if so, let me backtrack. If I want, if I'm giving up Clint Frazier, I will not trade him in the American League. I'm putting that first and foremost. I don't give a shit about making him a Met because we only play you four times a year. Yeah, but here's the thing, Luke. I got to be honest. I really don't even know if the Mets like him. Who the fuck knows with the Mets? That's the other thing. You told me yesterday that they're that they're the highest on Davy Garcia, which is understandable. Yeah. But he's no, I like that. Oh, right, but you don't but you're no offense to you, you're not a professional scout. Yeah, I don't need to be a professional scout to see a pitcher that five foot nine does not have a longevity of a career in front of him as likely as a pitcher that's six six. Well either way, the the names like Chance Adams or any or Domingo Acevedo, they're not getting brought up in these conversations. 
the Mets apparently very much dislike the Yankees farm system. And and it's rated a top one, but they very much they like I said, they like Floreal, but they just don't want him because that just adds to their lefty outfield problem. Yep. It it seems to me like they just don't Mike Francesa and Joe Beningo said the from the Met the Mets people they talk to, they just do not like the Yankees farm system. They are not impressed. They think people are overvalued. That's understandable, but the, the my one counterpoint to anybody in the Mets would be, when are you going to stop hemorrhaging prospects to the point where you have no future? I kind of disagree. I don't think we're hemorrhaging prospects. Who's left, aside from that one shortstop? Your two best prospects are shortstops. That can fix your middle infield. Like right. I think we have we have Brett Batty. I think that kid's gonna be a he's gonna, he reminds me of he's gonna be a Mustak. He's a 260, 30, 80, 90. Yeah, yeah, a gritty corner infielder. Great. Okay. When's he gonna get here? Three years? I'd say two. Right, two because he's a, a veteran college player. That he's ahead of the curve in that way. Right, Ronnie Marcio. I think is gonna be a stud. Again, I told you I don't think anything of that kid, Andrew Jimenez, but. Who did you give up for Marcus Stroman? You gave up nothing. Yeah, well, you gave up K and uh, I forget the the guy, the other guy. Woods Richardson, who's an A ball, who has yeah. a good fastball. But I would have done that trade too. I did. I would do that trade if I was a team with a, like a terrible record with twenty games out because I think I could flip Stroman for more. Right. Um, I mean, you got him for nothing. I would now. I would not have made the Diaz trade. But yet again, Luke, if Diaz goes and gets me a Byron Buxton right now, would I have traded Kalanick and Dunn for Buxton? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, there's right? a, there, so it all. The, would you trade? Would you trade Kalanick and um, Dunn for Benintendi? Yes. Yeah, you would. You'd have to. So it depends what he does. Yeah. Now, if Diaz is lights out this year, like he was supposed to be, Luke. The Mets are in first place, and everybody's calling Brody a genius. Correct. So I don't think he made a bad trade. I just think Diaz was a bad fit. Yeah, that 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 seems accurate. But the, the my problem is you, you what you have on the surface is a lot of talented players, and specifically two of them don't want to be there or can't handle it. Who? Diaz can't handle it. Strowman damn near killed the entire clubhouse in Toronto when he found out he was going to the Mets. Yeah, I think it was just because they told him we're going to get you to a contender, we're going to get you to a contender. Yeah. And then they Yeah, they blew smoke up his ass. Right. But yeah, I mean I personally I I there's a part of me that thinks Strowman moves Cindergard doesn't. Um, yeah, I guess I don't think so because they said he's starting Saturday at Pittsburgh. Okay, but why would that be a deterrent? I don't know. I really don't think they got him to flip him, Luke. I you, the thing is you never know because if 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 a team can't meet the asking price for Cindergard. Then the next step down in talent and overall long, like controllability is Stroman. 
why wouldn't you take calls? Luke, Luke like I told you before, I'd rather have Wheeler than Strowman. Than Syndergaard? I think Wheeler is better than Strowman. I agree. Oh, you're talking about from a trade suitor perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree. It's 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 just a question. Like for example, if Strowman were to go to the Yankees in some crazy flip trade, Strowman is not built to succeed in Yankee Stadium because he pitches to contact. If you He's a ground ball pitcher, though, right? But listen, if there's any stadium where a contact pitcher can bite you, it's Yankee Stadium. I mean, I, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but. He's a ground ball pitcher, so yeah. The way I see it, the fact that he played in Toronto's dome, yeah, didn't get beat with the ground balls because that that uh that yeah. grounds a little quicker than most. Yep, means he'll probably do better in other places. So for the Yankees, he might even out. That's possible. Um, I personally like you know who else is supposed to be a ground ball pitcher? Who? Masahiro Tanaka. Look at his home run numbers. Yeah. Yeah, not the best, right? Right. He's he's getting shelled. So, a ground ball I pitcher. I, I, we're, we're not going to go down this gra- uh, this rabbit this hole. hole yeah. But I think he's yeah, but I think he's tipping his pitches. I don't disagree. The Japanese pitchers seem to have a propensity for doing that. Yeah, um, I think so. All right, but here's an interesting thing I thought of last night. Do you honestly believe that the Reds? think that they're going to contend. Yes. Okay. Do I think they're out of their minds? Yes. yes. I think they're almost dumber than the Giants. Right. There's a part of me that thinks they made the Bauer deal to flip him. Um. Again, dude, it's just like Stroman. The beauty of what those two teams did was these guys have another year on on their contract, so they could do it in the offseason. They could do it now. They could do it next year. Yeah. You know, here's the thing, Luke. Yeah, Anthony K was rated whatever on the top 100. Luke, if you get a top 100 prospect back for Stroman if the Mets trade him next year, I'd actually take that guy over Anthony K. But I don't even need to know who he is. Yeah, probably. Just on upside. Anthony K is the four, he's like a uh, right above a Vargas, dude. He'll have like a four ERA, a five, six inning guy. Probably can't go through the lineup three times. Yeah. That's it. Kirby, you know. I had seen Anthony K being compared to like an Andrew Kashner, like a like a mid to back guy. Right. And, and, and you got Marcus Stroman for him and a guy in A-ball. Yeah. And, and you got to remember what Brody's doing is he's getting rid of all the draft picks that weren't his, and any football GM would do the same thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Typically, yes. All right, so why is he getting knocked for it? it now, backed... the only thing I'm going to – listen, the only thing I'm going to knock him for is getting Robinson Cano's contract. Yeah, that wasn't great. Okay, but that was his guy. He – that was his guy. Yeah. Um, I think that you know the Mets are in a weird spot, Luke, because they they've got to be the best worst team in baseball. Yeah, probably. Right, 
Like, let's look at these other teams that are around their record. The Giants, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, the Pirates, the, the Reds. I mean, the, look at the Mets roster. It is 20 times better than all these teams I just mentioned. Outside of maybe Colorado, I'd have to agree. I'd say their roster is better than Colorado's. I wouldn't say their hitting is better, but their right. roster is you know, better. Yeah, well, you have, your pitching is miles ahead of Colorado. But, yeah, I, I get right. what you're getting at. In Colorado, who do they have? They have Dahl, Blackman, Story. Yep. And you couldn't – but the Mets, we have McNeil and Alonzo. Yeah. Conforto's no slouch either. It'll be three years in a row he's had over 25 home runs this year. Yeah, no. No one's saying that the roster on the Mets is bad. It just right, – it doesn't mesh. You're right. It just – but right. it, it doesn't seem to mesh. So you might as well right. clean house. But but they I wouldn't clean house. Well, not fully tear it down. I'm saying like obviously you're not trading Degrom, you're not trading McNeil. You're See, definitely not trading. What I would do is I would look at every trade opportunity and say what's the most what can I get in the like it, I would only go one direction. So what's the most I can get in any direction? Can I get twelve top fifty prospects and just completely tear it down? Yeah. Then I'll do it. Can I can I get guys for now? Can I get a Buxton, a Benintendi? Um, I'm trying to think. The I don't know who the Braves have in center field in well, their minor leagues, but or and I told you something else. I think the Padres got trampled to try to flip them to the Mets. That's possible. That makes all that Luke, makes sense. The Mets are harping on a center fielder. Yeah. For some reason, Brody has a hard on for that right now. Yeah. So. To me, that means he didn't want Manuel Margot. He likes the San Diego pitching prospects, doesn't like Margot. But does that trade really make sense to you? They trade a 24-year-old from Mel Reyes who's hitting 30 bombs a year easily for a kid in double-A that's having a down year that's a top 30 prospect? No. And they give up Logan Allen, who's a top 100 prospect as well, the back-end rotation guy. Yep. Does that make any sense to you, Luke? Nah, something's, something's, something's going on behind like the, behind the made, closed door there. Yeah, the trade made sense for Cincinnati. It made sense for Cleveland. But did that make sense at all? They give up Logan Allen and Mill Reyes for a top 100, for a top 30 prospect Yeah. who's having a terrible year in double-A. Should be ready to contribute realistically mid-year next year probably will be a september call right luke why else would they do that i'm i think it's gonna be that center fielder matt strom and a pitching prospect for noah Syndergaard. yeah probably the mets got a center fielder a pitching prospect and brody got a guy to go in the rotation now yeah so they could still hover around 500 now if let's say let's say you find a, a trade partner in the Padres for 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 specifically Syndergaard, would you entertain Manny Margot as your eight hole hitter who at least no. can play defense? No, not at all. Huh? No, I don't blame you for saying no because you can't hit worth its shit. He yeah, and there I don't think I think as a Mets GM I would know the last thing we need is a guy that was regarded to be a high end prospect not be even though nobody everybody knows he's not now yeah still that's what he was it, it wouldn't be a good fit I, I don't and I'll tell you what Luke I'm not that high in Ben attending well 
again, right now, Ben and Tenny is in a low order. Point. Byron Buxton's number one. Well, yeah. Assuming I mean, Luke, he figures it out. That guy, when he comes, cl- he doesn't even need to figure it out. Let him figure out sixty percent of it. He'll be an all star. Oh yeah, no, that no one's no one's arguing that. Gold glove, he'll steal you fifty bases without even trying. Yeah. I would call up the Twins and say, what do I need to get this done? Maybe it's Diaz and Wheeler. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that would help both immensely. Uh, I don't think the Twins – the Twins don't need this guy. And if they want to make a run this year, Cindergard for Bucks and straight up would be a very fair trade. Both are have good personalities, so they both would help sell, like, with marketing ability. And they fill a team's need, and they're both young. Syndergaard's 26, Buxton's 24. It's not like a guy's 30. They're both in their prime. Buxton's right before it. Syndergaard's in it. And if you're the Twins and you want to go for it, you say, you know what? You're not going to help us win this year, Buxton. Yeah. Syndergaard is. And he, we still have Syndergaard next year. Right. I, I'd love to see Buxton in the Mets blue leading off or batting second behind McNeil. I mean, Luke, Buxton, McNeil, Alonzo, Rosario, Conforto, Nimmo, I'll take that right now. Right. And, Luke, if you trade Syndergaard for that, now you could still trade Diaz and Wheeler for whatever you want. Yeah. I'm not opposed to deal. I think what Brody's doing is right. I, it's I'm only going to trade Syndergaard for this. If I don't get this, I don't care what you guys tell me. It's not happening. Right. Um, so listen, why don't we cut it on that note? Because we got some work to do later. But yeah, yep. All right, I'll uh, I'll shoot you a call. Um, how long? Uh, I'll be up by about five o'clock at the latest. All right, you going to bed right now? Yep. All right, I'll I'll uh, call you at five. All right, peace.